Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. We're really trying to grow the podcast and podcasts typically grow by word of mouth. So if you enjoy this episode, please share it to your story on social media or make a post about it anywhere that that you uh, consume content. Put the word out. We really want to get the word of health and fitness out to as many people as possible. We really appreciate it. And now let's get to the show. back with the coyote fitness challenge we are back in the flowwood recording studio world famous flowwood recording studio i'm here with caleb and tyler the bam we're live is this a challenge has this, he challenged us this could be challenging we're back with the with the coyote fitness challenge following okay your lead. Following yeah, your, yeah i see what you're doing following your lead here hunter you okay said, so you said challenge and not podcast so we're just saying did i say coyote fitness challenge you did and we're just saying like are we being challenged to something i accept i wasn't yeah i wasn't ready but i'll accept this i did not realize that i said that hold on we i can, need i need some pre-workout creatine beta alanine and uh wrist straps wrist straps knee sleeves knee sleeves and possibly thumb tape and grips and grips you ready to go then then I'm good. You're too young for all that stuff, Tyler. Your your joints should be loose. I mean, it's aging quickly. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time. You bro. don't get. You don't need that stuff until you're at least forty. You know, I keep saying that to people. You know? Okay, so we're on the Coyote Fitness podcast, and things are falling apart. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, Tyler. So uh, our recording studio is falling apart over here. So what we're going to talk about today is the 50 workout challenge and um, why we do it and what the goal is and what to expect out of it for all of our people and then we're i think we're just going to talk about challenges in general and why they're so important yeah there's like back-to-back episodes where it's like okay i know especially if you go to one of our locations you're like all right this is you know i do this a lot i know what the challenge is but for us i think helping people just recognize the value of setting short-term goals when you're in the midst of a long-term goal and that's what we've talked about the last um, couple episodes is the value of how do we how do we mix and match like a long-term sustainability factor into some really short-term sprints and there are times that can feel like a sprint and so we set these challenges to have anchor points in the year to provide some variance in that because we crave that i think and um we want to uh, we want to keep things fresh uh and so for us a challenge is a great way to not to only focus on it during that time but to recognize the ebbs and flows of a normal year and then to set some time aside to maybe refocus on and set a goal when you're in the midst of maybe just kind of letting things start to slip or lull you to sleep so to speak so let's talk about the 50 workout challenge this will be the third year we're doing this and it starts october 1st and goes to the end of the year and the goal is for people to come to 50 workouts in that given time which works out to 13 weeks 
four works four workouts a week is pretty much how it breaks down um and so really i remember i can still remember vividly when when i had this idea it was 2020 which was a very trying year for everybody and uh i just had this idea of how do we get our attendance up especially the last part of the year because you have thanksgiving you have christmas you know people get busy they're traveling a lot and attendance always drops off and i called caleb and i was telling him about this and he was like okay yeah that sounds cool i guess you know <laughs> so anyways we put it together and um basically people get um a free t-shirt that they can only get if they complete 50 workouts in the in the time frame it says 50 workout challenge and the response was way more than i expected it to be people really enjoy it because it gives them something to keep accountable um, you'll see people on SugarWad, you know, posting one out of 50 or two out of 50 or whatever it is in the notes once they start their workouts. And then when the, the 50 workout challenge shirts come in, you know, in January, people are really proud of them and wear them and wear them around the gym. And it's just something that's really fun and engaging. But, you know, our, I track our uh, weekly attendance and I've been doing that for five, six years now. And we see an immediate about 20% uptake in attendance um, as soon as the Beachbody, I mean, sorry, the uh, 50 workout challenge starts uh, because people are motivated and fired up and it's a great way to keep people engaged and finish the year out strong so that they can go into, you know, January is always a time when you're when people are motivated and ready to go, but the last three months of the year is typically the time when people are the least motivated to want to go to the gym. So if they can finish the year strong through those time when they're busy and all that type of stuff, January is easy. I think it's in our nature to want to like take on a challenge. I know last week we talked about this. Tyler was talking about how generally people that find themselves in a gym where they're doing hard things, um, they have learned certain things about themselves in the past and they love a challenge. And uh, so for us, whenever you do, you take this challenge and you put it in the most difficult time of the year to be consistent. And you find that when you lean into that and you know, hey, this is going to be hard. It's 50 workouts in a shorter amount of time and there's Thanksgiving and there's Christmas. Uh, you you start to realize that like what people crave is a challenge. They want to lean into something that's going to be tough. And when they do, they surprise themselves. And so you learn a lot about yourself when you almost put yourself behind the eight ball as far as attendance. And then what that leads is that or what that turns into is it leads people into that path where they enjoy something that they know is going to be difficult and the reward that comes from that is even greater than a t-shirt but it does it's signified in that t-shirt and so i love it because people get to enjoy the holidays for the first time in their life maybe when they're in the best shape they've been in they also get to uh get to the year when everybody's trying to get in the routine of exercise and you're like i've been exercising more consistently than I have the entire year in January. So when I come to January, I'm not having to set a goal just to do the bare minimum of getting into a routine. I'm already there. I can set a goal towards something that may be um, a little bit deeper, that next level goal. So that's just two things that stand out to me um, when it comes to that. And I love the timing of the fact that we will be having the Beach Body Challenge going on as well. Um, and so not to confuse those two things, totally separate challenges, um, but they go hand in hand because a point for the Beach Body Challenge is going to do a Coyote Fitness workout of the day. So, you know, there, boom, you've already set yourself up for almost half of the 50 workout challenge by participating in the Beach Body Challenge. And you're going to exponentiate some of uh, the things that you're already applying. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, 
on the Beachbody Challenge. It's going to give you a little insight into that, but I like the timing of it. I think it's going to really help get the ball rolling for a lot of people. A couple of things that I really like about it. Number one is it takes the focus off of the results of the day, and we've talked about this at in depth multiple times on this podcast, but t- taking people's focus from how, how, how fast they did the workout or how much weight they lifted and the, changing the focus to, did I, did I show up or not? If I showed up, I, I win the day and getting a point for that, um, takes the focus and makes it more about sustainability and long-term vision as opposed to, um, focusing on performance. And if I'm not getting better then I'm wasting my time and that type of thinking, which leads to burnout, which we talked about before. Um, the other, the other thing that I really like about is it focuses people to, um, plan ahead because you have to think about, all right, Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. I'm going out of town this week. I'm going out of town this week. If I'm going to get 50 workouts in, I need to plan ahead and get five to six workouts in on these weeks so that I have some, um, you know, time built in where, because I know I'm not going to be in the gym at this time. And a lot of times people don't plan their workouts at weeks in advance they plan them maybe the night before if they even plan sometimes they even just show up or figure out you know what time they're going to go depending on the day but if you plan ahead you're making it a priority and you're going to be much more likely to stick with it and and you know show up for uh extended period of time which we know if you come four to four plus days a week for 13 straight weeks you're going to be fitter than you were um when you started the challenge that it's cool because for a lot of us we talk about this with food but with our exercise it's similar we tend to think we do more than we actually do uh we tend to think that we eat less than we actually do and so when it comes to giving some numbers to it i think for everyone whether you're successful or not it at least helps you set your expectation level to match your activity level and so for, for a lot of people we get, to, we get to work with in the gym, they have an expectation that they're going to accomplish something that the action doesn't necessarily match up with. And that can be a hard lesson. And it's not something that's like, oh, you rub it in your face at all. But it's educational in the fact that for a lot of people, they can see, them, they can see that for three months, oh, I only exercise 30 times. That's only, you know, that's only really like two and one every week, yeah, yeah two times a week or oh i realized oh there was that there's you know that week and then oh yeah that's right that happened that week and i missed that or i only came in one day that week and that set me back and so when you really start to give people those numbers it can help them at least set a proper goal and not expect too much of themselves uh, given the time of life for them and so if you're moving houses or if you're building a house right now and you're doing a lot of different things you may recognize that that may not be the time to expect the most out of your body that you've ever been able to achieve. And at least you're armed with that knowledge and the expectation can remove stress. Yeah, we shot an episode on burnout uh, and how to avoid that. And I think what that boiled down to, and I've had a lot of people give us some great feedback, give me some great feedback on that episode. And it boils down to just setting realistic expectations. And so what we're not trying to do is set up the end of your year to feel like this just all in like but at the same time we want to set a realistic expectation of if you come in this amount of times for on average times a week for the rest of the year uh you're setting yourself up for success not just during that time um because you know something we talk about and i love and we talk about delayed gratification a lot um that's something that um, i think we can all stand to practice a little bit more 
And, you know, this is a great challenge to say, hey, what am I going to feel like at the end of these 13 weeks if, uh, you know, I'm consistent as I can be, which is coming in on average, you know, 50 times between October 1st and the end of the year. Um, so just having some, some measurable ways, I think, maybe to track some progress over that time. Attendance. Using the in-body scan at your location, uh, you know, ask your coach, you know, Hey, should I do an in-body scan at the beginning of 50 workout challenge? Do you think doing 50 workout challenge is going to, you know, your coach will say yes. And your coach (laughs) will say yes. So do that. Um, but if you have questions about it, ask your coach, they'll help you with that. Uh, you know, making sure that, you know, you're keeping up with attendance. We're going to keep up with your attendance on Zen planner, but uh, you you know, using sugar wad as your log so you can keep track of benchmarks even during that time, because come the end of next year, we're going to have another 50 workout challenge. So when we have benchmarks that we know that we repeat certain times, uh, having that to look back on last year and say, okay, was this my, you know, 10th workout of the 50 workout challenge? And was I on par to make 50? And what was my timer score for this benchmark? And how can I use next year or the previous score to base off of the growth? So using some measurable resources that we have, like SugarWide and the InBody and Zen Planner, to say, am I being as consistent as I can be, I think is going to be the best way to take advantage of the challenge that hopefully you're going to participate in anyways. Yeah. And, you know, I keep going back to the, what you said earlier about, um, setting the expectation. And if you're expecting you, let's say you have a lot of travel planned and you're, you're going out of town for Thanksgiving, you're going out of town for Christmas, you got Christmas parties and football is going on. So you got all this stuff planned and you're expecting to also be performing at your best inside the gym. You're you're setting yourself up to, to, to fail and be disappointed and for burnout and all that type of stuff. Where if you can change the narrative and change the focus to just showing up um, and letting the chips fall where they may, but I'm focused on making sure I show up this amount of times, even though I got so many other things going on, it's going to make the rest of the year that much easier because when your schedule slows down and you know that you can still go to the gym uh, four days a week, even when things are crazy, then when things do slow down, then you can take the focus back to maybe you are going to focus more on things inside the gym because you have more time, you have the ability to recover, you have the, you have the time to be able to make sure and, and give your best effort inside the gym and outside the gym. And you're, you can make the progress in that time. But if you look at, you know, your life in the gym as different seasons and there's different seasons and seasons of when you want to push yourself hard and there's other seasons when you need to step back and focus on showing up. But as long as you keep showing up through all those different seasons, over time you will consistently get fitter even if you have a lot of things going on. Yeah. Mis- uh, mismatched. Yeah. yeah, mismatched expectations is exactly is what that is. And when you can educate yourself – and you can learn about yourself. Um, I think it just helps you. You're going to ha- be a lot happier because you're not going to be expecting over, you know, one plus one to equal three. And so um, you just, it's a great opportunity for people to learn what, what does consistency look like despite whether or not I am um, at a thousand percent every single day? What is the value of consistency? And then they can apply it to a lot of different areas. All right, maybe if I just count how many times I do this, you know, if you're going through and reading something, right, and you're wanting to study a new, you're wanting to learn a new language, what is, or read more books, right? A lot of people talk to Hunter, like, how do you read that much? Well, like, it's 
it's as simple as just doing something consistently. It doesn't mean you read for an entire weekend once a month. It means that you read for 10 minutes a day and just continue to show up day after day. And then guess what? You get faster at reading. And then all of a sudden you can, or you, you take one month to study how to read faster. And then for the rest of your life, you read quicker and you become more efficient. It's, it's very much that way with exercise in that what happens to your mobility when you show up to the gym and foam roll five days a week or four days a week instead of on and off back and forth? What happens to your recovery when you are exercising at 80% but you come five days a week? So there's a lot that can be learned from the power of consistency. And I think that that's going to translate into other areas of people's life as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that foam roller idea um, and mobility too, something that I think maybe we don't uh, necessarily think about because maybe we think about, okay, like I'm going to get, I'm going to be fitter. I'm going to be in better shape. But like, what does that mean? A lot of times it's being more comfortable putting yourself into certain positions. Uh, so if you're going to be back and forth from Starkville every weekend for the next, you know, eight weekends, you're going to want to do some foam rolling. Mm -hmm. This just, just go ahead and understand that if that's not something you don't typically do, think it's about the 50 so workout challenge. Think about what if you took out the workout of the day from what you came in and did in the gym, but you came 50 times during that time instead of 32 and you took out the workout, you'd probably still benefit in a lot of ways from the 18 more times that you came into the gym and you did the foam roller and the mobility and then you did the warm up and you did the scap and shoulder mobility uh, and you did some strength work. Even if, and so f many times the focus is on the how fast did I do my burpees and how, how exhausted am I after, you know, trying to hang on to the bar for one more rep. And that can be intimidating for people, but the value of the little things that happen when you come in and do a class at Coyote Fitness, those things I think are what people learn is is probably more valuable than we give it credit for. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I absolutely love it whenever someone tells me, uh, like, man, I used to, like, when I squat, used to have this just terrible pain in my back after squatting. And, you know, whenever I say, hey, look, here's about three or four protocols you can go through before and after every workout or two or three times a day for the next, let's say, 13 weeks during 50 workout challenge and see how it goes for you. You know, it, it could be something as simple as that. And, and if you already are someone who comes in to work out four to six times a week, if you're already a very consistent member, but you have little nags, little aches, little pains, use these 50 workouts coming up as a good way to focus on some little things, even like your mobility or your range of motion, or even how you look at the warm up. If you're someone who's typically skips the warm up, then maybe use this as I'm going to do the warm up and the cool down every single day for the next 50 days and see how that affects your workouts as well. I like that a lot. And, you know, some people that have completed the first two 50 workout challenges um, and they're planning on doing this one again, that can be a little twist to it that can um, help them continue to make progress and change their focus to something that this is an area that I could really improve on. Mobility is an area that we all could improve on, especially the older we get. And if you spend an extra little bit of time focusing on mobility or, or like you said, focusing on the stretching and mobility that we do um instead of spending that time talking you can still talk but also make sure you're doing the mobility stuff that that is the class is doing um if you do that 50 times you i you would be amazed at how much progress you can make in that specific area or you can pick one area that i really want to improve my hips over by the end of the year and you can spend an extra five minutes before or after class doing the 99 stretch and the couch stretch or doing a uh, lacrosse ball on the hips and glutes um, every time you come to the gym and make that your own 
challenge inside the challenge to where I'm going to show up 50 times and I'm going to do this extra thing every single time. That's another great way to add a little wrinkle to it. That's going to leave you better off in that one specific area um, than you were at the, at the start of October. And here's another, another fun thing too. Um, you know, we're going to see some movements uh, and I hear people all the time is, you know, and something that I love to help others learn a skill like uh, single unders versus double unders. Uh, we're going to get a lot of reps of those movements and then in the next couple of weeks, you know, we're going to be doing those things. And if, you know, you've always kind of been hesitant in your workouts to do something like a new skill or, or take that step for progress. Um, but you're someone who's been coming in for a while and you're already a consistent person and you need that little twist. You know, maybe you're someone who says, hey, every time double unders come up for the next couple of workouts, I'm going to, you know, talk to my coach about how can I do them or get better at them. Um, so this doesn't have to be uh, a challenge based around just showing up. Although step one is walk in the door for your class and show up to the, to the workout. Um, but if you're someone who's already very consistent, um, this doesn't have to feel like, um, Oh, well, I'm already doing this anyway, so I can't get anything out of it. Um, and I'm just going to sign up and get a t-shirt, find a fun way to challenge yourself a way that you typically maybe wouldn't. Um, and then here's another cool thing is, Use uh, use your logs in SugarWad. So um, if you're someone who typically doesn't log your workouts um, and you don't have SugarWad downloaded for whatever reason, download SugarWad and see over the next couple of weeks whenever we're logging our lifts, if we're doing shoulder press or um, if we're doing uh, workouts and you haven't really kept up with your times, use this as a way to increase uh, your measurements. So we what we know is with all the challenges that we do, beach body challenge, 50 workout challenge, um, and the many more that will be to come, we found that the people who have the best measurements, we talked about this in last week's episode, the people who submitted the most points for the beast body, beach body challenge had the greatest return. The beast body the challenge. beast body Maybe. challenge. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's going to be the, that's 20, the next, that's 2023. The next iteration, the beast body yeah. challenge. Bring sorry, it on. Sorry, no, that's... that's Let's stick with it. I love it. Um, that's what this 50 workout challenge is going to be now. It's going to be your beast body. Um, but really, take it on. You know, we have a lot of people who are already very consistent. We have a very solid group of individuals in, in our organization who, you know, really care about your fitness. And if you're someone who maybe is feeling a little, you know, I hate to say the word bored, but it can happen. Or if you're someone who maybe this last summer was a lot of travel ball or was a lot of time outside of the gym. Just use this as a refresher. Use this as a way to catch your breath and say, okay, 13 weeks, I can take a breather. I can check my progress in and out of the door through measuring my workouts or maybe trying a new skill when they appear and challenge yourself in that way. So um, I'm really excited for, for this season. I think it's going to be really fun. 50 workout challenges is my favorite time of the year for sure. So would that be considered like habit stacking? Oh, 100%. The idea yeah. of if you're already going to set one goal, go ahead and stack something else as like a little bit of a, like, go ahead and, especially if it is something you've done already twice and you've been successful at, go ahead and bring another habit that's not going to cost you any more time, but also is going to be able to contribute to you taking the next step in your fitness, especially if your steps have been, okay, I'm in the gym, no matter what, like that's going to happen already. So that's maybe to a specific group of people. So it just allows everyone at every level of uh, their, in every season of life to be able to challenge themselves, right? And to take the next step. And so if you feel like you're a person who can, who can add something onto that, then um, this is a great time to do it. And let us know what you're thinking about 
and say, hey, would this be a good idea to add on? You know, because we don't want to just say if more is better, keep it simple. But right. if it's something like, you know, I hadn't been doing protein, I want to, I'm going to try a protein shake after my workouts. Well, let's do a scan and see what, see what, uh, you know, 50 more grams of protein after your workout that takes 25 seconds after the workout is over, it could change your body composition. And so uh, that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so habit stacking is a, a great way to develop a new habit and take advantage of the habits you are, you've already had. So it's basically thinking of a habit that you're already doing and then thinking of another habit that you would like to acquire and just doing the new habit right after you complete the old one. Um, so it, as far as the gym, that I mean, that's a great example. You said make sure you drink protein right after your workout. So then you start developing the habit of drinking protein after your workout or doing five minutes of extra mobility after class. And so since you're already going to class, you already have that habit. Well, now you um, are doing five minutes of mobility after class. So then you're developing that, the, the habit of doing mobility. And so it's a much more efficient way of developing habits um, because you're utilizing the habits that you've already uh, created to be able to do those. And so for each individual person, if you already have the, the habit of coming to the gym four to six days a week, think about what's another habit that I would like to establish and stack it on top of the habit of coming to the gym. Um, whether you're coming before or whether you're coming after, um, that's a great way to uh, become more efficient and make more progress in the same amount of time. Because like you said, it's not, it's probably not going to take you any more time. It's just, you, you need to develop another habit. And then you know, you can stack another habit on top of that. Next thing you know, you've you stack four or five habits on top of each other, and you are a different person because of of what you've developed. And you've all it all started off of one habit that you originally had. Yeah, and another thing on that other end of that spectrum too is, if you aren't someone who has consistently been coming in four plus times a week, um, and this may be, let's say maybe you, you joined recently, um, but you've still been a little bit hesitant to come in consistently. Um, you know, when you do come in. Uh, celebrate each workout. You know, enjoy your time working out because you're going to see progress over the time. That 13 weeks is is just long enough to build these habits and make these habits become part of your lifestyle and a consistency factor for you. Um, and so just know that coming in, um, you know, four days a week, that's, you know, still gives you time to rest. So rest is, is important. We can only gain what we can recover from. And Hunter, I hear you say this all the time is, that, that rest and recovery is just as important as the action. So um, just because this is a 50 workout challenge, it's not a 500 workout challenge. And so we don't want to take it over the edge and we don't want to mm -hmm. take it too far. Um, but it is a really cool way, I think, to not only wrap up this year, uh, but to set ourselves up for success next year. Because if you're someone who, say you joined in the summer and on average you were a two to three time a week person and you're feeling like, wow, I just started this not too long ago and you know, I really just haven't seen any progress and I'm just not really feeling it. Uh, you know, take that little leap of faith and take that extra step to say, you know what, for the next 13 weeks, it's going to be four at the minimum. Uh, but still utilize that rest and recovery because that is just as important as coming in. And that's great. You know, uh, somebody told me today, uh, a girl that just joined, uh, she was excited because she just turned in her 10 workout challenge uh, card because, you know, that's something we challenge people when they first join after they finish their on-ramp is, uh, try to get to 10 workouts as quick as possible because that first part of the membership is so crucial to people being able to develop that habit. And that's a great way to, you know, you get your 10 workouts in and now you can roll straight into the 50 workout challenge. And now you're go you're shooting for 50. And then I promise you, if you get your 10 challenge done and you get your 50 challenge done, you'll have developed the habit of coming to the gym and you're going to be much more like 
likely to stick with it uh, than you would be if you were just kind of showing up whenever you, whenever you could or whenever your schedule allowed. If you make it a priority and really uh, challenge yourself to, to do that um, when you're first starting out in the gym or if you uh, haven't been coming, you know, if you are not a member, if, if you're a former member and haven't been a member in a while or you haven't been going to the gym, this is a great opportunity to jumpstart and say, I'm just going to go in, I'm going to sign up, I'm going to do the 50 workout challenge and I'm going to commit to it. And then I promise you, you'll lead into January and you're going to have a lot of momentum going into uh, 2023 that you're going to uh, be much more likely to stick with it throughout the entire year than you would be if you said, I'm just going to wait till January to get started. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have, you know, with our locations right now, um, I think this is a good time to kind of remind people that, um, you know, you have a lo home location where you've gone through uh your on-ramp at but if you are um you know someone who is back and forth between different locations where we have gyms you know that's why we like to use zen planner um that's why we use the alternate location on zen planner so um if you go to gluckstat two or three times a week and you come over to flowwood two or three times a week uh, you can go back and forth and you'll be able to track that and so um i love how a lot of these challenges and the success that we talk about comes into uh, and success from these challenges comes into creating a process and so i like that we're also able to you know utilize celebrating the process and not just progress that you make during that time because the progress is going to happen whenever you set the process up right i agree 100 percent, and i'm really excited about um this this year's 50 workout challenge i think we're going to have um a ton of people participating and uh taking part in it and when this episode comes out we are going to be um just have started i think this will come out uh, a couple of days after october 1st so um people will hopefully have one or two workouts under their belt uh by this point um but if you haven't started yet i encourage you to sign up for it and just go for it and even if you're not a coyote member and you want to do your own 50 workout challenge i would encourage you to do that as well whatever gym you go to just start keeping track of it try to get 50 workouts in uh by the end of the year and uh if you do let us know and we'll, we'll celebrate it with you and uh, give you give you a virtual high five wherever you are. Um, but it's something that it makes you know the end of the year fun and makes makes it uh, you know a way to kind of springboard into next year. And I would just encourage you if you're listening to this and you're, you you don't currently have a routine of going to the gym, I would encourage you don't wait till January to get started. Get started now, um, and you're going to have three months leading into January, and you're going to be much more likely to. Um, you know, finish the the next year out strong and um, in a much better physical uh, shape and much healthier than you would have been if you um, waited till January and then you, you know you might develop the habit. You might not. You may. You may not. Take yeah. the take take this opportunity to to try to start developing that habit, and um, I know that it'll it'll pay off. And uh, to everybody, if this is your first, second, th or third challenge. Um, you know good luck i hope i hope as many of you guys uh get the shirt as possible and uh look forward to seeing uh people wearing those shirts around um the gym in january yeah um one thing to note in we mentioned zen planner a few times uh, but if you are not uh or have not downloaded the zen planner app and you are a member um and you do attend coyote fitness um talk with your coach at your location um to download zen planner that way you're able to for yourself see your, your activity so you know if you're on par or not um, and then what that also allows you to do is it allows you to get into that routine um, because if you check in for a class here's here's 
I know for myself, um, is that if I set my lunch out for the day before, I'm going to be more likely to yeah. grab a good lunch Very true. out the door in the morning. So go ahead, download Zen Planner. If you have questions about it, ask your coach. Your coach will help set it up for you. you you'll be in our system. All you got to do is download the app. From there, you can plan out your whole week. If one day you want to come to the 5 a.m. and one day you want to go to the 5.30 p.m., that's okay. However, what we know is that if you're going to consistently build in a time for your routine, you're going to be more likely to follow through with your plan because the only then you're just going to have to talk yourself out of it. Right. Um, and then if you don't show up, you, you know, and you're just chimed in but you don't check in, you're going to have a coach say, hey, 50 workout challenges going on, you know, see if you can come in this afternoon if you didn't come in this morning. Um, and so that gives you a little bit of accountability um, and it gives you a little bit of a, a good resource that, you know, you'll be able to utilize um, throughout the next couple of weeks. So this is just a good time to kind of kind of plug that, that if you're not on it, go ahead, get on it. We'll get you set up. Um, and that way we can kind of measure what's going on with your attendance. Get on Zen Planner so you, we can track your attendance and you can track your attendance. And then uh, also use SugarWad to your advantage and you can always go back and um, check your how many times you've logged your workouts in SugarWad in the past. And um, it's just a great tool to be able to um, see how consistent you've been and what you've done previous. And um, we're not going to remember what, what we did last week in the gym and the workout. So SugarWad will remember that for us. And it's just a great tool to use. And I would encourage everybody to use both those tools. So um, excited about the 50 workout challenge. Looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to everybody finishing the year out strong. And uh, with that, let's move on to the next segment. Outside the box. Oh, wow. Tyler just hijacked it from me. All right, so uh, we lost Caleb. I don't know where he went, but um, he doesn't have much to add today anyway. So uh, what, uh, what 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 else you got going outside the box? Man, um, with the fall comes a little bit of hunting. Um, and so I'm excited um, for the opportunity to maybe go, uh, go hunt a little bit, maybe go bow hunting in October some. It's uh, still a little hot for me really yeah. as much as i care it's, it's kind of hot, it's pretty hot out there it's like 90 right now yeah um but as things cool off a little bit pr- pretty excited for that um it's gonna be a fun season coming up we're trying to get uh caleb foxworth in the woods a little bit so we'll see how that goes um but pretty excited about that time of year what about you hunter um sorry we uh we got a little uh technical difficult we, we got we got some blaring music in here while we're we trying to shoot excited. podcasts um, so I, um, have a trip coming up very soon in, after this comes out, probably about a month after this, right before Thanksgiving, uh, we will be going to Jamaica and I kind of talked about that and I'm really looking forward to that trip. It's going to be a nice week, relax, relaxing week, uh, time to unwind, kind of finish the year off. Um, I love this time of year because the weather's getting cooler. Halloween's around the corner. My birthday, my wife's birthday, our anniversary, um, and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. It's just a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun time uh, with family and loved ones and um, getting to enjoy, um, you know, watching some football on the weekends. And we've got the World Cup coming up, which I'm really looking forward to. I just love this time of year. It's, it, it's, it's really going to be um, fun last, last, last three months of the year uh, that I'm really looking forward to. And um, – I'm just, I'm just excited about it in June. My man's just That's excited. A, this is a good time of year so to be on the road. Caleb's the back. Yeah, Caleb's uh, back. And, uh, you guys Caleb know. is back inside the box. You guys know I got nothing. Inside the booth. I got nothing going on. We already told him you didn't have anything going on. Yeah. Oh, you did. Figured. So one thing that I'm enjoying more every year is NFL Red Zone. Holy smokes. Am I glad that the NFL's back? And 
fantasy football, I'm the worst in our league. I actually found that you can see the statistics for all of the last couple years, and I am dead last in every category. And I don't know why. Like, I'm trying really hard. Uh, so I'm giving it my best effort. But I'm enjoying uh, the – so the big thing that I've been talking about with, with folks in the gym – the Survivor League, I'm still in it. We pick one winner every week, and if you lose, you're out. Hunter, how many weeks did you make it in the Survivor League? I'm ahead of you in fantasy football. He made Caleb. zero weeks. <laughs> Hunter with the L the week Bengals, one. The Bengals kill me. Uh, week but one. I'm uh, I'm surviving so far, so I'm on to week three. That's the only thing I care about in the NFL for the week. Uh, but I'm I'm really like you said. This has been a year where I think I've enjoyed and just appreciated the uh, the time of year for sports and that we've got a World Cup coming up. We've got the President's Cup coming up. I'm going to try to go to Sanderson Farms and so watch some golf. Um, I'm bow hunting for the first time. So the recreation and the sports, this is kind of the outside, literally the outside the box time of year for us is uh, is the fall. So that's, uh, that's it. Kind of a collection, a montage, if you will. Cool, cool. All right, um, you guys got anything to recommend before we wrap it up? I got to recommend. Okay. I'm ready. So uh, I tried to read, uh, what's the book called? House of, House of the Dragon, the story, but what's the book? Fire and Blood. Fire and Blood. I tried it. We've talked about it. I, I can't finish it. It's it's not my cup of tea. So, it's uh, a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, it's a lot well, to digest. I just, I'm trying to read it at night and... I That's not a, a good time to read it. You gotta focus. I have a hard time keeping up with the names, and they're all very similar. And so I've got to read. I've got to try that again, maybe in a short sprint, and almost like have a cheat sheet of names um, that I can go through. And I think a paper book would be better. I I use the Kindle. So um, anyway, but I did start a new book, Great American Hunting Stories, Teddy Roosevelt. I read years ago. I read a biography on Teddy Roosevelt, and um, there's a book, and it's a collection of um, true stories from these quote unquote great American hunters and the opening story from this, I'm not going to ruin it all, but the opening story is Teddy Roosevelt grizzly hunting with Holt Collier. And my man yeah. was like life and death, like grizzlies 20 closing in and he's having to, he's having to either like either I hit this shot or I die. And he tells these stories, and it's so cool. Just he's one, like he's out in nature. He's in Colorado, out west where we just were, and he's talking about Red Rocks and all these different places that are uh, kind of these iconic places in um, in America. But like going out west and just spending time, like walking around and then finding a place to lay down and go to sleep. It's just as it's just so different than Simpler my times. lifestyle. Yeah, it's so much tougher than I am, and so I'm trying to channel that. But that's been a really cool uh, book, and the short stories. I think it's it's a you'll, it's you'll been a like pleasant the, surprise. You'll like the story on with him and Holt Collier in Mississippi. If you haven't read that yet, if you know, I know yeah. I just got into it. Uh, the first story is just like you know, and I almost died. And he gives some like practical advice how to not die when you're hunting a grizzly bear. And I was like, man, I need, I need a little more of this. So, uh, Great American Hunting Stories. That sounds uh, pretty interesting. It's better than dried fruit. Last week, I, <laughs> I, I recommended dried fruit, and I, I, Did I you, caught a little bit of crap. You should. Fruit. You should have. But I also had some people try it and tell me they were blown away at how easy it is and convenient. But no more dried fruit. No uh, more dried fruit. But what I substance. will recommend, and uh, Cassidy, forgive me for this if there's none left at Kroger when we go, uh, but is uh, turkey bacon. Growing up... 
I like absolutely love. So Hunter, this is what it's like when we when we recommend <laughs> food. I'm I'm on the other side of this now. I see what Hunter laughs at. But all jokes aside, growing up, like a big traditional breakfast meal for me was like the absolute like Saturday morning big breakfast. Just the like dad cooked it growing up. It's very nostalgic for me. But we know you know certain foods don't sit well with us, and so uh, what I have found is that. Uh, Boar's Head smoked turkey bacon has become a go-to for a quick, easy morning meat for me. Help people and understand it is lean. It, it is, is very not, lean. It's, you hear bacon and you think, oh no, it's, it's as lean as any it's meat. It's like 97% lean. It's yeah. very good. Uh, and it's delicious. It takes two minutes to heat up. Uh, and so don't take all of it. I can only find it at Kroger, but if you do happen to run across it, uh, try it out. It's pretty good. Fascinating stuff there, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, so really uh, I got a book for you guys. It is called the brain, the brain that changes itself, and it, I just finished it. It was pretty, pretty fascinating book, and just really talking about the brain and lots of different examples of people who had traumatic brain injuries or strokes or lots of other things, and um, they were they're literally able to uh, their brain healed itself and changed the way it did things to to make things make them able to function and do things. Um, the way they, they should be, be done. And there's just so many different uh, examples of ways the brain changes itself. Um, and it just really was fascinating to me to see um, how powerful the brain is and how so much uh, that we don't understand uh, about it and also so much that um, our environment shapes um, the way our brain works. And um, it was just a fascinating, fascinating book. It could be dense at times. And so I would just you know, be prepared for that if you just do decide to read it. But, um, I thought it was, it was a really great read and really insightful into, um, why, um, you know, we do, do things the way we do and, and why our brain operates the way it does and how, how it can change. So, uh, pretty good book there. So cool. I have to check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Well, um, that's it for today. Uh, good luck to everybody participating in the beach body challenge and participating in the 50 workout challenge. Let's finish the year out strong and we will see you next time. Silky smooth sounds.